Hi, this is Mark Graben. Welcome to episode 198 of Lean Blog Audio. It is April 17th, 2017. Before today's post, I'd like to invite you to learn more about a book that I've edited. It is called Practicing Lean, Learning How to Learn How to Get Better, Better. I've written two chapters in this book. We have uh, 17 other contributors who have written chapters looking back at our own starting points in our personal lean journeys, looking back at our first year or so of work in lean or continuous improvement. What were our reflections, our mistakes, our lessons learned? The book is a compilation of those stories. 100% of the author royalties are being donated to the Louise H. Batts Patient Safety Foundation, almost $1,500 so far. You can get the book through Amazon in Kindle or paperback format. Uh, to learn more, go to www.practicinglean.com. Now, here's today's blog post. It's titled, What Are the Quick Wins? Ask the People Doing the Work. Now, last week, I received a few questions from somebody at a hospital system, and I thought I'd address one of them here. If you have questions you'd like me to answer, or at least try to answer in a blog post or a podcast, um, you can contact me um, through leanblog.org. If you want to find this post and a link to the contact form, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio198. The question was, can you suggest any quick wins to get staff engaged in a lean culture? Now, I think this is a great strategy. You know, the, what, what is behind the question here? Rather than telling people that lean is a good thing, we can demonstrate that in practice, in real life. Now, I can't directly answer the question about what the quick wins might be in a particular hospital or department. The quick win I can suggest is asking the staff what they think some quick wins would be. I mean, that's the classic advice for how to start with the Kaizen approach to improvement and how to start building a culture of continuous improvement. Ask people what bugs them. What gets in the way of you doing your work? What frustrates you? What would allow you to provide ideal patient care? And then ask, what can we fix? You're not asking them to dump work on the department manager or director. You're not asking them to give suggestions to executives or other departments. We want a quick win. What can we fix today? Now, I often tell the story of a primary care clinic that I was coaching and working with. We were trying to figure out how to engage the physicians in the lean improvement process. So we asked one podiatrist about problems that he saw and he couldn't really identify anything. And you know, it goes to show that people can become blind to waste when it's a daily occurrence. To them, uh, what they're doing, it's not waste, it's work. So a nurse and a medical assistant shadowed the podiatrist with his permission to look for barriers in his daily work, you know, not to tell him how to do his job better. And they drew a spaghetti diagram that showed where he had to walk in the clinic. And again, if you want to see this or any of the other visuals, go to leanblog.org slash audio198. You know, he's walking all over the place, all over the clinic, in and out of the exam room, to his office, to the lab room, to a procedure room, 670 feet of walking in motion. You know, the patient was left waiting in the exam room. The podiatrist was walking around for 10 minutes. And you might ask why? Well, it's not because he was lazy or a bad doctor or disorganized. He was doing his best. He was fighting through a bad system. 
That bad system included the clinic being disorganized and supplies and equipment not being stored in convenient, consistent locations. He was, if you will, hunting and gathering what he needed to do, just a simple toenail procedure, one that probably had a value-added time of, of maybe 30 seconds. He's looking for gauze, scalpel, freeze spray. Why was it so hard for him to find what he needed to provide patient care? He worked in four different clinics on four different days of the week. You know, why was each clinic set up differently for him? Now, once the team and I showed him the spaghetti diagram, it really opened his eyes. You know, before, all of that walking around was seen as work. I mean, it was necessary. He was doing his job. But he quickly learned it didn't have to be that way. So what was the quick win? Well, the team in the clinic put together a cart uh, that contained all of the podiatry supplies that were needed. Even before Dr. Atul Gawande's book, The Checklist Manifesto, became popular, they created a checklist that could be used to make sure the cart was restocked the night before the podiatrist was coming. It was a form of standardized work. And if you go to the blog post, you can see a photo of that cart and their checklist. Now, the doctor loved the cart. You know, they parked it just outside the two exam rooms that he would use. It saved so much time for him. It meant the patients didn't wait as long. He could actually start seeing more patients per day, which was good for everybody involved. Shorter waiting times, more revenue for the clinic and the doctor. So he went within the course of the week from one, not noticing the waste, two, realizing things could be better, and three, recognizing that lean and Kaizen was something that could make his work easier. So the podiatrist got a quick win. He was engaged. You know, I mean, his next question was, uh, how quickly can I get one of these carts at my other three clinics? So at first, the clinic team, you know, they created a solution for him out of uh, a sense of service to him. Solving a problem for somebody is often a great way to get them to then directly participate in identifying and solving problems. So don't just train people about what lean is. Help them improve, solve problems that affect their daily work lives, create a better system. Now, the first Kaizen implemented at my healthcare Kaizen co-author's health system, Joe Schwartz's health system, was a simple quick win identified by a member of the housekeeping staff. And you can see a picture of it on the blog. Um, what was her quick win? Well, it was a plastic container to keep coffee filters in. This didn't require an A3, a root cause analysis. It didn't require a project charter or a capital improvement request. It wasn't an event. It was just a simple, uh, it was about as simple as it just do it gets. It was a quick win. That small improvement helped the stage for about 30,000 more that had been implemented and documented at Franciscan St. Francis Health over the last uh, almost 10 years. Some of their ideas, about 10% save money. Some of those save large amounts of money. So there's a related question I often get. How do we use Kaizen to reduce costs? Well, sometimes we get better results or more cost savings by not demanding that every improvement directly save money. We don't ask for an ROI, return on investment analysis, or a particular ROI threshold for each improvement. We're trying to build a culture. That means finding a way to say yes to virtually every improvement idea. Now, Franciscan has documented millions of dollars of hard cost savings, and that's been verified by their finance department. 
Now, this, this whole approach demonstrates the concepts of obliquity or the indirect path toward a goal, as I've blogged about before. The author John Kay uh, has written about this indirect path toward a result and, and how powerful that is. So I've linked to that article again at leanblog.org slash audio 198. My question for you, what quick wins can you help people find this week? I'd love to hear about them. Um, if you have any you want to share, please comment on the blog post. Again, that's leanblog.org slash audio198. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, please do check out our book, Practicing Lean. You can search Amazon for uh, Practicing Lean. You can search by my name, Mark Graben, or you can go to www.practicinglean.com.